Welcome, I'm your host, Ramonda Jan, the founder of Women Thrive Media, visibility expert and inspirational speaker. I founded this global community for women, so every woman who is starting or running a business can feel like she has found a place to belong. So every woman is empowered to use her voice and share her message with the world. Hi, everyone, and welcome to today's podcast episode. I'm excited to have you here for another amazing conversation with one of our guests. Today, we're talking about the secret of unlocking your life's potential using the Akashic Records. And my special guest is Akashic Specialist, Marina Beach. Hi, Marina. How are you today? Um, Amazing. Thank you, Raymonda, for having me here. It's an absolute delight to be here. Thank you. Yeah, and this is such an interesting topic. I remember when the first time I spoke to you and you mentioned your journey and your story using Akashic Records and how you come across it yourself. I was really, really intrigued. And I'm really excited that we have this particular topic covered in our summit coming up in March as well with your expertise. So for those who have not met Marina, Marina Beach is a soul alchemist, a spiritual intuitive teacher, author and the founder of Akashic Code Training Academy, who uses the Akashic Records and Pendulum to support her clients discover the divine gifts and soul identity. So Marina supports female entrepreneurs, impact leaders and creatives to reconnect to their divine soul's gifts and create past life karmic blocks and clear, sorry, past life karmic blocks, empowering them, empowering them to experience deep transformational life and business breakthroughs. Marina, good to have you on the podcast. We've got so much to talk about today. <laughs> Absolutely. I can't wait to dive into the etheric realms. So for someone who is perhaps just discovering what Akashic Records is, can you just briefly tell me what it is? Sure. So the Akashic Records, um, first of all, they're not new age. Um, there might be that perception, but actually they are as old as the hills, the oldest, as old as time itself. And they are mentioned in the Bible and they are known globally all around the world. So the Akashic Records are also known as the Akash and the Book of Life and the Soul Records. And they're basically an energetic database, so a little bit like Google for your soul. And they record, they hold all information about every single person's um, experience in any lifetime that they've had since the beginning of that soul's creation. So every choice, consequence, relationship, memory, choice that you've made, um, anything that you've done in any lifetime is all recorded in this etheric realm called the Akashic Records and we are able to access that data to unlock perhaps gifts that we've uh, had in past lives and we're not using now to unlock and release um, energetic blocks um, and negative energies and limiting beliefs and programming and conditioning that are kind of really impacting us today. So we can access all of this information in this spiritual realm with intention, and we can really start to release those energies and start to uh, change how we experience our reality today. So we can really step into, you know, something fabulous by using the Akashic Records to help us 
uh, release some of this stuff that doesn't serve us. Wow, it's pretty amazing. And I don't know why I'm just finding out about it, but if you're just finding out about it as a listener, you're in for a bit of a treat. Mm -hmm. Oh, you weren't always necessarily working in the spiritual realm or energy work. Um, How did you discover this and what has been your journey in getting to where you are today? Okay, so I've been in retail, corporate for 30 years. Absolutely loved my job. yeah started really really young actually in retail I started on the markets at 13 so it's kind of been in my blood to always be kind of quite independent and uh, make kind of pave a way for myself um have always been interested in the occult in kind of magic and the unexplained as well so I've always kind of had an interest in reading tarot cards and using the pendulum so that's something that I've always had as kind of like a hobby and interest but very much kind of went into retail, carved a career for myself, was at the top of my game um, in visual merchandising, in marketing for retail, for um, predominantly uh, airport retail. So I kind of traveled around the world uh, doing what I did, which was amazing. And then I started to go through a series of redundancies. And so this was a kind of slow process of going from one job to another, slowly being ejected, that's how it felt, out of retail to I got to a point where it was kind of like, okay, what am I here to do? Because clearly I can't get back into this industry that I've loved for so long. So then I went on this kind of like soul searching journey as we kind of do when we get to a crossroads and kind of like reaching out to certain people Felt, felt kind of back onto my spiritual path, started to pick up the cards again to get guidance and found some spiritual mentors and teachers to follow. So that's kind of where I kind of went on my journey. And that kind of, I went for, I started to do energy healing because I'd not really done any of that before. But through this process, I was still very much um, using alcohol as a crux as well. Uh, And that's just something that was kind of very much a habitual thing that kind of turned into something like a coping mechanism that I had, which, you know, a lot of people probably can relate to. But it kind of got to a point where I was really getting onto my spiritual path. But this this alcohol was becoming a real problem for me in the sense that I really wanted to stop. And I'd really got my physical intake down. So I'd done the very, you know, practical things. But the mental part of this addiction I could not clear. It was just not happening for me. Um, And I was kind of in this battle of really thinking about, okay, what am I going to do when I get home? How am I not going to have a drink? What can I do to keep myself busy to avoid picking up, having, having a drink? And every time that I did, and I didn't drink a lot by that point, the guilt and the shame and the kind of like you can't control yourself and all of this stuff that I kept to myself. I didn't even share it with anybody because I felt ashamed. Um, it was really becoming a problem, but I didn't didn't seek any help at that point. And then I was following one of my spiritual mentors. That I really kind of got into angels and I was kind of seeking solace through that and trying to seek answers in terms of what direction I would go in. And this lady turned up into this in, into this kind of group event that was going on on this lady's page. And she was talking about the Akashic Records and I'd never heard of them. And I'd submitted a question before um, 
before she came on and she was going to tell me what my master program was and I was kind of like okay this is going to give me some direction this is going to give me my life purpose so I can really kind of get back in there because I felt uh, felt at a loss and that really kind of was I was really struggling with that as well and she said your master program is alcoholism and I'm going to clear it for you and so I'd really got the complete wrong end of the stick in terms of what she was going to tell me but what she revealed was like oh my God, you know, this is why I've been struggling so much because I've, you know, I smoked for like 10, 15 years and I was able to give that up just like that. It was hard, but I was able to give it up. I didn't have the mental thing, but this I could not get past. So she cleared it in 10 seconds with a pendulum by setting an intention in my Akashic Records, which I'd never heard of. And the switch just completely turned off. And it was like, it was almost like the sunshine that, you know, beamed down. It was like, you know, everything just kind of opened up and it's like, oh my God, it's like I've got my life back. And so that was literally, it'll be six years in June that that, that switch went off. And it was like, I need to know what the Akashic records are. I need to go and find out. So I then just went on this whole big, like five and a half year journey of, immersing myself in the Akashic Records, getting training, doing my own, you know, creating my own modality and really supporting thousands of people with their own healing and clearing and guidance using the Akashic Records. So that's how I, I fell into it, just by chance. But of course, it wasn't by chance, but that's that's how I learned about the Akashic Records. <laughs> so it's it was amazing. It was an amazing introduction. It's just unbelievable. I just see that moment of light just shining on you. It was. It's just like, oh, my God. Um, and what that really meant as well is really, really then looking at how I was using alcohol to numb. I was numbing lots of stuff. And so obviously that just for them may, meant that I needed to then go on a, a kind of real healing journey for myself and just see what I was blocking and what have I, you know, what emotions am I suppressing and why am I suppressing them? What have I been blocking out and there's been lots of things that I've revealed um and you know discovered because I can now remember so you know that that you know we, we have to be prepared for once we're kind of clearing an addiction of some kind to then allow the stuff to bubble up to the surface to you know to be looked at and to be healed and released and you know witnessed you know because that's all part of the healing I feel like as long as we use these tools to mm -hmm. numb ourselves and not allow us to feel or move forward or explore deeper realms of ourselves or our mm. purpose in life, it really stops us. And if you're pursuing a spiritual life, I'm not saying that you should be completely absent, I guess, from having a drink when you enjoy it. But I do feel like it does not really let us um, elevate to that next level because it, it suppresses things, isn't it? Absolutely, it does. And there's so much social stigma around it. And, you know, that you do have to navigate then if you do, you know, decide to stop something like uh, drinking, which is very socially accepted. It's kind of like navigating relationships with partners and friends and you know what I mean because there's there's judgment there and, and and there's also kind of your own thing well you know I, I I'm not one of the tribe now because I'm not doing this so there's there's lots that it kind of it highlights for you but if you have very supportive people around you then you 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 can easily get through that and you then open yourself up to really being able to look at yourself yeah and 
it's 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 an amazing journey I would I, I would recommend that if you can get to that point of stepping out of doing that habit um or using it as a crux or whatever to really understand yourself on a deeper level I would recommend definitely um being able to do that yeah so today we're talking about unlocking your life's potential mm. it seems like a big promise Marina <laughs> yeah how can we actually unlock that life's potential and I know this has been an amazing journey that has helped you unlock your your purpose your path in it so how can others use something like Akashic Records or just energy work to actually really elevate to that next level where they want him to go mm. I think when we are using spiritual realms or doing energy healing what we're firstly doing is we're opening ourselves up to spirit. We're opening ourselves up to divine source or God or creator, universe, whatever your terminology will be. And straight away, you're energetically opening yourself up to, to start to be able to start to communicate with your guides, but also to start to hear yourself more clearly, your own intuition, your higher self, to really start to kind of connect with your body and your, you know, your, your body intuition as well. And I think when we can start to really understand and connect with ourselves on a deeper level in that way, or our spiritual support team, then your life purpose will start to evolve. It starts to present itself on your path. It starts to kind of show up with opportunities or people that you're just drawn to maybe follow or connect with. Um, and that's because you're open and you're receptive. And so I think from the very beginning, if you're if you're curious about starting to open yourself up in that way, then your life purpose, as you start to do, you know, the healing or you start to take interest or, yeah, you're curious about using your intuition and unlocking those gifts a little bit more, your purpose gets attracted to you. So it's not like you have to really seek your purpose. Your purpose finds you. So like with me, I wasn't, I was kind of seeking because, you know, I was, it was my ego and I, I need a purpose and I need to be doing something because I've come from corporate and that's what I'm used to doing. But I discovered the Akashic Records just by chance. My purpose found me. So I think, I think it's about being open. It's about being curious. It is about being patient as well. And I'm not the best patient person at all. I've had to really learn patience on this journey but your purpose will find you if you're open enough and you're willing to go in there. Wow. I definitely resonate with that a lot. And I think when I was completely looking and looking and I couldn't find it. <laughs> yeah, you do. It's you, it's too hard. Yeah. Yes. And just, it seems like just taking one step. And as I say, just being open. Mm -hmm. intuition receiving yeah it's about receiving step by step, step by step and all of a sudden everything just works it's like it does oh, this is working <laughs> yeah and if you if you kind of you're following the steps and you're following the nudges so this could be your soul urges the excitement but the scaredness or it's or it's just an intuition it's an intuitive hit however your intuitive language is because we all have a different gift um or there's just these synchronicities or coincidences and you keep following the breadcrumbs, keep following the breadcrumbs. 
things do just fall into place. The cosmic tumblers, they're all kind of there in the universe. And it's like, yeah, she's doing it. She's just following the steps. So we'll just keep bringing this all in for her to just say, you know, and show that she's on her path. Yeah. But we we do really get into our heads and we get into the ego and then we still really start to then try and push and hustle. And, and that's when it starts to fall away. So then we have to, okay, okay, I'm just going to take it slowly and allow myself to receive. It, it's hard. It's, 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 a, it's a fine line and we can really go from one foot to the other with that. So what kind of clients come to you now? What kind of problems do they usually say, well, here's what I'm experiencing right now? So it's normally uh, normally female um, entrepreneurs, um, you know, women in business or women wanting to transition from one business to another or start a business in some shape or form. And they're confused, they're blocked, they've got to a crossroads, things perhaps that were working before have kind of dropped off. Or they're, you know, they're wanting maybe to go in a new direction. So they're really coming to me for um, insight, guidance, because I've got quite a lot to share in terms of a business perspective and making that transition. Uh, and, and, you know, the journey along the way of being an entrepreneur. But also we look at the energetics because usually there's something that's then started to present themselves as, as that person's come to a certain point there's, there's some kind of karmic pattern or behavior or limiting belief that they're still being influenced by. And so we need the energetics to also be cleared to open that door of opportunity. But people come to me because I'm also very practical. So it's all it's also kind of, OK, what actions are you going to go away with? What strategy are you going to put in place? So I like to kind of do the mix of channeled guidance, insights, energetics in the Akashic records, but also, okay, this is your action list. You know, now it's your turn to kind of get on with it and really embody that change and the transformation that's available for you because of the energetics that we've released and cleared. Wow. So, mm -hmm. Yeah, because sometimes I know in life we, again, pursuing something and it seems like we're just on the edge of mm -hmm. that next opening or next level but there's something that gets in a way and it could be mindset but it could be something a little bit more deeper so absolutely so normally um normally when I go into the Akashic Records I'm looking for patterns um so we'll go to a certain lifetime and the, the the, the, the Akashic record work that I do, the research, the soul gives me, um, with their permission, gives me the, the, the energetics that are not supporting the client's intention. There always has to be an intention to go into the Akashic records. Otherwise, there's absolutely no point in going in there because it would be like going to the supermarket, a massive hypermarket filled with all of your you know information and you don't go with a shopping list or anything like that. You're just wandering around aimlessly. And so there's no purpose for going in there and you can come out with absolutely nothing. But if you go in with a de definitive list, because this is what I need for dinner tonight, and you go around and you pick all the bits and pieces and then you go home and make dinner, it's exactly the same with the Akashic Records. So the, the, the intention has to come from the client of what they want to realize in the next three to six months and what they're going to actively work on. And then the soul gives me, okay, this is the karmic stuff here. This is the vow. This is the contract. This is the curse. This is the entity attachment that is still influencing this client. And then I've 
then do the psychic research. I'm like a psychic detective, finding out what the story is, what the lifetime is, um, how it all fits together, because that pattern of choice, maybe they're taking people's power or they're giving their power away because of fear of judgment or whatever. They're still doing that today because the blocks that I find we are still upholding the energetics of those. We're still doing the pattern today, but the, the client is obviously not aware of it. They've just not had the sight of it just yet. And this is where we fast track people's growth and evolution and the next level by doing a cash at work because I'm presenting the, the pattern here and now. We're going to clear the energetic hold, but obviously you still need to be mindful of that pattern and understand why you're doing that. So... There's lots of really juicy information that's shared in these sessions that really do really does help them the client move forward. And if I may say, it sounds too good to be true to just <laughs> we clear this bit here with like your you know your story. It was done within minutes, and all these patterns that has been kind of written in in your mind was cleared. Is it really so possible to clear something that's been there for perhaps centuries or years or decades? <laughs> and what's the process like? Yeah, I think it depends on the client. Um, if the client doesn't get that full understanding of how they're doing that karmic pattern and or they don't change their behavior or their mindset after the session, then they will just recreate a new karmic pattern. Because they're just clearly not ready to, they're clearly not ready to step into releasing that, you know. So energetically, we can always clear, but if the client doesn't ground and embody that change, because you know, as we know that if we want to get to that next level, who we are today and what we do today isn't going to get us to that next level. We have to become somebody new. We have to do something new. So usually the change that the client has to do after is going to feel uncomfortable. It's going to feel a little bit scary, but energetically they haven't got the hold that uh, was there before. So they've, they've got more freedom. They've got more ability to step into that new version of the, of themselves without the energetics. So for me, I got myself physically to a point where I was not drinking a lot, but it was the mental bit that I just could not get past. So that is that that was just the miracle that I needed that switch to be taken off. And I was in full flow then. It was just that last tipping point that I needed. Now for some people, they may need a little bit more to get over that tipping point, but energetically I can really start the process off or I can transform. So there's a lady that came to me recently and she has been suffering with allergies for 20 years. Like it's to the point where her workplace and they're really, really good, don't come in with perfumes on, they don't have skincare or it's very, you know, it's non-perfume stuff because she she just constantly would be like, you know, swelling eyes and itchy skin and like really, really kind of suffering with it. And so I did some Akashic work with her, but I also did some energetic work, some pendulum activations and really talked her through the practical aspects of not having the body get triggered by a scent. And I really talked to the body spirit because our spirit, our body also has its own spirit, its own energy. So I really did quite a lot of work on that session to talk 
with the body spirit as well. And she she emailed me whilst I was away last week, just saying that I completely transformed her life because she can go anywhere now. And she hasn't got to worry about uh, what kind of hotel she stays in when she goes on holiday because of the bed linen and what they've washed it all in. She said it's 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 all gone. And she's just like, I can't believe I've got my life back. So it really does depend on the client and where they're at and what they're willing to do. And really, you know, because I'm using affirmation, I got her to really use affirmation and do pattern interrupts with her body as well. So there's, it's really does depend on the client and where they're at and how they really, really want it. Wow. It's so, so fascinating. <laughs> so I, fascinating. I mean, of course, with any change in life, it has to come with your own willingness and your own readiness as well. And I think something like this, I just find it like it removes that resistance because I know sometimes there is a huge resistance. And if you try to push against this strong resistance, well, you can only push so far and you are only as strong to push it but what if that resistance wasn't there? It's as if mm. just easily walking through that door because that resistance is gone. You know, yeah. and you didn't know what was that thing that's just holding you there. Just it's like, you know, you're so stuck. You just keep pushing and pushing and pushing, and it, it just feels so heavy. Yeah. And you can't seem to get to over to the other side. And this feels like just a bit of a release from that stuck feeling. Absolutely. That's exactly, yeah, really well put. Yeah, that's exactly how I see it. It's just opening the door of opportunity and just releasing the the, the choices, the misaligned choices that we've made in the past, you know, um, so that they don't have the hold. And just to let everybody know that I don't change any of the, you know, the information in the Akashic Records. We don't do that. All of that remains intact in the Akashic Records. You know, the the stories and everything are still the same, but it's just the energetic hold that gets released. And that's the open door of opportunity. Oh, amazing. Marina, I'm excited because you are, of course, delivering much more in-depth session at the Women Thrive Summit, which is our annual women empowerment event. Tell me more about your particular session and why should people attend it? Yes, I can't wait. So we're going to be looking at the three steps to success with, with your business. So it's unlocking those three steps. And I am going to be, we're going to be doing a little bit of shadow work. We're going to be kind of connecting in with what you feel is holding you back um, within your business. And then we're going to be going into your Akashic Records and I'm going to take you in on a journey and you're going to connect in with your soul records, with your guides, and we're going to be unlocking and releasing those energetic holds, everything that we've been talking about. Um, so you can then step through that door of opportunity after the session. So you're going to be going through three particular steps that I will share more on the actual session, but you're going to get to connect with your own records. So I'm really, really excited for you. In, and also, you know, what you're going to be able to step into and action after the session. Yeah. And, you know, I've attended a couple of your workshops before and I just find it so practical and easy to implement and mm -hmm. you really take people step by step. So it's not, it doesn't matter where you are on your journey, whether it's spiritual energy work or you're just curious about doing mm -hmm. this. I feel that your session will probably be quite practical to go and test it for yourself. <laughs> Absolutely. Just come with an open mind. Uh, that's all that is required of you is come with an open mind, be curious, 
And yeah, I, as you say, I, I'm quite practical and I will talk you through step by step and just know that everybody experiences their Akashic records in lots of different ways and no way is a, a wrong way. So just come along and um, you've got nothing to lose. So just try it. Yeah, amazing. Well, Miriam, today has been a pleasure. If people wanted to make connection with you or want to inquire about any of the products or services that you offer, how can people do that? Sure. So you can go to my website, which is marinabeach.co.uk, or you can find me on social media at Marina the Soul Alchemist. Wonderful. And of course, all the information is available in the show notes. So do make sure you scroll down and um, click on the links available for you. Also head over to womenthrivesummit.com, register for your spot. And of course, save your spot for Marina's session happening during the week of the summit. So our Women Thrive Summit is our annual women empowerment event and it happens every year. This year in 2023, we have 50 amazing speakers from all around the world. And this is your opportunity to not only grow on your personal and mindset and spiritual work, but also your business, visibility, marketing, finances. So we really take a holistic approach to business and personal development. So this is an amazing opportunity. The event is all live. So actually you get to make these connections with people from all around the world, attendees as well as speakers. And if you do choose to upgrade your ticket, you will have access not only to just replay and a private podcast, but also some access to have these one-on-one -on -one sessions with our experts. So for now, thank you so much for being here. And thanks to Marina for sharing such an amazing um, conversation with us today. Thank you, Raymonda, for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. We look forward to seeing you on another podcast. Take care for now. Bye. Did you enjoy this episode? Share it with the world. Make sure to also leave a review and subscribe for future episodes.